There is an appointed time for everything and a time for every affair under the heavens. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Welcome to a New York Catholic Conversation. My name is Deacon John Catalano, and I am joined, as always, by my friend, the legendary basketball player from St. John's University, Frank Alasia. Hey, Frank, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing okay, Deacon. How's everything? Everything is good, and I think you've picked another good topic for conversation today. Step toward heaven. Now, we've heard the expression, your reward will be great in heaven, and you're suggesting here that what we do now every day should be an investment in our future life, correct? Yeah, there's there's a life beyond the grave, and the purpose of true life, without exception, must be there and not here. You'll measure every step of your life so that it's a step towards heaven. Yeah, I mean, I was complimenting a friend once about some good work that he was doing in his parish, and he said, yeah, but it's it's not like going over to Africa and helping people who are starving, right? I mean, uh, you, you don't really have to completely overhaul your life to do God's will, right? I mean, every small act of charity gives glory to God. Am I right? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to we're trying to bring about in this podcast. It's to do whatever is right in front of you in your circle or particular situation. You know, this is and will be your true work. It's a great error to think you must take on big, important tasks, whether for heaven or as progressives think, in order to make a contribution to humanity. All that's necessary is to do what is in accordance with the Lord's commandments and beatitudes. Amen. I mean, God places people in our life for a reason. We know that. But also God places us, you, in other people's lives for a reason, even if we don't know the reason. But as you say, if a person is standing right in front of us and is in need, we and we're able to provide for that need, then we do it. And when someone who is placed in our life is annoying, it may very well be for a reason. It may be to help us to learn patience, for example. Yeah. I mean, a poor person comes up to you and asks for money. What are you supposed to do? Right. Help him. God brought this poor man to you with desire that you would act in a manner that's pleasing to him. You know, God will be pleased if you help and you will be taking that step towards heaven that I'm talking about. If you stop and think about it, all instances and in each meeting you have throughout your day, it is necessary to do what God wants you to do. You know, some people devise like a mission statement for themselves. I mean, corporations do it. Churches do it. Some people actually do it. They sit down and they do the exercise of defining their purpose in life. And once you do that, you begin to know what you must do each day. So, for example, my mission statement might be something like to use the skills God has given me to help bring people to Christ. And the how to do that is found one person at a time, one day at a time. Yeah. Yeah. If someone's seeking help, help them. If someone's seeking forgiveness, forgive them. If you've offended someone, seek forgiveness and make peace with them. Did someone praise you? You know, don't be don't be proud. If someone corrects you, don't be angry. It's kind of all right there in front of you, and it's and it's pretty simple. Yeah, and there's a, there's a trust factor in this all too, right? Because I mean, right. you're not you're not going to get paid that day. I mean, it's the Bible says God has made everything appropriate to its time, but mm-hmm. has put the timeless into their hearts, so they cannot find out from beginning to end the work which God has done. The author there is is crediting God with keeping human beings ignorant about His work, and wants us to place our trust in Him as we do it. 
Yeah, he set about a way for us to act in every situation. When it comes time to pray, pray. When it comes time to work, work. Carry out your duty so that everything you do pleases God with no deviation on your part from his commandments or teaching of the church. You know, if you do this all, if you, if you do this, all problems in life will be solved completely and satisfactorily. This brings up the, uh, the importance of living in each moment to the fullest. I mean, you may be visiting with an older person one day or doing a simple work of charity for someone and think to yourself, gee, this is such a small deal and really no one knows about this. Stop and remind yourself that every good work is the work of God. And at that particular moment, you're the only person in the world there to help that person. There's no one else around. And that God is pleased with a heart that is willing to give. God, who sees in secret, will repay you. Yeah, there's no reason to embrace the idea that you need to change the world on some grand stage. Jesus didn't overthrow the Roman Empire. He did good works, performed miracles for individuals. To whatever he encountered in the course of his day, he did it to the people who were right in front of him. You know, think of doing each thing that falls before you diligently. Put yourself in God's hands and pray that he puts you in a place he considers best for you so that you, you so that you reach uh, that blessed life beyond the grave that I'm talking about. Yeah, I like it. Don't question where you are. You know, and e as you said, I like what you said about each thing that you do, do it well. And I'm even thinking about our liturgical celebrations, the mass, for example, whatever role you play at the celebration of the mass, do it well. Right. If, if you're an usher or a lector or a gift bearer, take pride in that work and do it well for your own self-dignity and for God. Yeah. The last thing I'd like to say is never be troubled by such thoughts as like my life is going nowhere or I'm not doing anything useful with my life, except with obedience, love and gratitude, which God gives you in your life. Because after all, we are under his protection. I think we have to remember that all the time. He controls everything. And as Paul reminds us, if then you were raised with Christ, seek what is above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Think of what is above, not what's on the earth. And as Cardinal Newman said, now a saint, had a very telling motto on his coat of arms. It simply said, heart speaks to heart. It's all about relating to others individually. Yeah, well said. That's a beautiful ending, Deacon. Thanks, Frank. I appreciate it. And folks, don't forget to like us and follow us. And do us a favor. If you have a topic, we're getting some nice emails lately, a topic that's of interest to you that you'd like us to cover or something that's in your heart that you want us to talk about, send us an email at anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. That's anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. Frank, I love you a lot. I'll talk to you next time, okay? Thanks, Deacon. God bless.